You are listening to Mapping the Automatist in Montreal, a series produced by the Centre International d'Art Contemporain de Montréal. In this episode, The Hermitage, located at 3510 côte Road. The Hermitage is a building owned by the Compagnie des Prêtres de Saint-Sulpice, known as the Sulpicians, between 1911 and 1994. It was part of the Collège de Montréal, an institution devoted to the education of boys. It got its name, The Hermitage, because of its distance far from the main building of the high school premises. The building, of the purest Beaux-Arts style, was built between 1911 and 1913 and is the work of the architect Joseph-Alfred-Hector Lapierre, who lived from 1859 to 1932. It consists of a recreation room and an auditorium, and it was renovated in 1941 and 1942. After World War II, the auditorium and foyer were used for concerts, plays, and exhibitions. It hosted important artists and musicians, notably Paul-Émile Bourdieu, Wilfrid Pelletier, and Elizabeth Schumann. The Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, Société Radio-Canada, recorded on-site live shows destined for radio broadcasts. Changes to the rooms were made in 1965. Paul-Émile Bourdieu, a major artist of the group The Automatists, presented his first major exhibition of gouaches at the Hermitage. The exhibition was presented in the foyer of the building from April 25th to May 2nd, 1942. It was curated by Maurice Gagnon, then librarian and art history professor at the École du Meuble, where Paul-Émile Bourdieu was also teaching. Its title was Oeuvre Surréaliste. Bourdieu was the first artist in Canada to dare claim the surrealist nature of his works within the title of his exhibition. Bourdieu's first work to be considered automatist is Abstraction Verte, a small canvas painted in 1941 and exhibited in Joliette in January 1942. Nevertheless, the exhibition of Bourdieu's gouaches at the Hermitage is the true starting point of the movement. According to François Margagnon, art historian and son of Maurice Gagnon, the exhibition took place at the Hermitage because no other venue wanted to host surrealist and abstract works. In total, there were 45 gouaches, numbered 1 to 45, which reflect the leap Bordua made into the unconscious. The titles were only given during the opening or upon purchase to satisfy collectors. According to sales, the exhibit was a success. 36, or 37 depending on sources, of the 45 works were sold. Denis Noiseux, Madeleine Desroches, Fernand Le Duc, Pierre-Éliott Trudeau and his brother Charles, Jacques de Tenancourt and Robert Vigneault either received or bought a work. This exhibition marked a turning point in Bordieu's career. The gouaches showcased at the Hermitage bear witness to Paul-Émile Bordieu's discovery of André Breton's surrealism. Indeed, Étude de Torse, or number 14, is a first true automatist work, according to François Margagnon, since it's produced spontaneously. The subject is not determined until the work is finished. 
Critic Robert Ely, a friend and ally of Polymile Bordua, published an article on April 25, 1942 in La Presse under the pseudonym of Pierre Daniel. Laudatory, his critique explains the painter's creative process, and I quote, The painter abandons himself to his inner ways and no longer seeks his inspiration in nature, but thanks to this visual gift which he received at birth, thanks to his training, images emerge within him. And those are forms and colors of nature, natural rhythms that his hand traces on the canvas and that his intelligence develops and binds. Claude Gauvreau, then only 17 years old, visited the exhibition with his mother. On that occasion, Louise Renaud, a friend of his brother Pierre, introduced him to Paul-Émile Bordua. This is their first meeting. The gouaches were painted at the artist's studio on the Mentana Street. Bordua began painting his gouaches in 1941. He used to show them to visitors on Tuesday night meetings in his studio on the Mentana Street. In a letter addressed to Bordua, Jacques de Tonancourt speaks of his admiration for his gouaches. For him... The work of the pictorial material begins to be more conscious and thoughtful, to the point of freeing the instinct. And I quote, And that feeling of physical joy, I felt it even stronger when, in your studio, I saw the same work painted and repainted ten or fifteen times in different ranges. I was wondering what could make you decide to stop it in such a state rather than another, since you did not seem to make a painting, but to play at painting. You might have stopped it when you had emptied it, when it had nothing more to teach you, when you had exhausted all its possible states, trying to extirpate from the paint, rummaging and crushing it with a spatula, the solution to the mystery of painting. The work was born. Without mending and without the innumerable transfigurations of the past, and its song took on a character of wholeness, of the plenitude of the complete being, satisfied, fulfilled. For more information on the 3510 Côte des Neiges Road, please consult our website at ciac.ca slash mappingtheautomatists. Curator, Claude Gosselin. Writing and research, Vincent Godin-Filion, Aouki Gonzalez, and Dominique Robb. Voice of Marion Daigle. Editing and sound design, Simone Baudry-Pilote. Administrative assistants, Melissa Sertianamel, Aouki Gonzalez. Production, Centre international d'art contemporain Montréal. This project was made possible thanks to the Government of Quebec, Emploi Québec, the Government of Canada, Canada Summer Jobs Program, the City of Montreal, Patrimoine Montréalais, and the donors at the Centre international d'art contemporain Montréal. For donors who'd like to join us, make a donation today at ciac.ca slash donations.